money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk. That's awesome. It's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. Yes, and we have a great show today. We have we have an incredible show today. Yes. I don't know if it's to top all the other shows, which, right. by the way, you can find. <laughs> Do you like that little segue? Yeah, way yeah to go. perfect. That was very right? well done. So, so, segue into where can you find archive shows? We have a ton of shows. There is no excuse for not becoming financially fit in 2019 because there's so much great content at morethanenough.ca and chri.ca that you can grab from 2018. And we're going to keep putting great content there in 2019. But those are the two big places where you can find all the archive shows. And of course, your favorite podcasting platform. Um, if iTunes, uh, TuneIn, Spotify, all those places that you might be listening to podcasts. If you can't find it, please, please, please let us know. And we'll work on getting um, Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb onto your favorite podcasting platform. Right. Welcome to the show, Reb. There's just two of us here. There and is. I want to start before we go anywhere, just thanking our sponsor for the show, as you've heard over the, the course of the last year. We've been really bad the last little while about mm-hmm. naming. Naming the sponsors. Yes. We, we love the sponsors that yes. uh, because the sponsors are people that actually invest some cash into making this show on the air, producing it, expanding mm-hmm. it, and and it takes money, and we uh, recognize, and that's part of the whole process, we can't do it alone. Right. We can't do it alone. And so today- And God has been faithful to provide people mm-hmm. all year long, mm-hmm. and because if you know that why I said faithful, you might pick up on this today's theme. Little, 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 uh, little Okay, but tell us who sponsored three. today's show. So the, the show is sponsored today by my great friends at the Mortgage Advisors. I mean, these are guys are, are like family to me because when part of our business at More Than Enough is, is placing mortgages, we do that with the help of really it's the family at the Mortgage Advisors. So mm-hmm. Matt and Krista are kind of like the, the mom and pop of the, the family. <laughs> no, they're not married, but the, uh, they are uh, they are partners together, and so we just want to thank the the people at the mortgage advisors for the help that they give us all through the year. And, yes, and, and for sponsoring a show today, yeah. it's very kind of them. So yeah. it's great. Anyway, so art. Okay, so I already said that They're, we're talking about God's faithfulness, and um, this year, when we reflect back, if you reflect back as listeners, you can see God's hand if you have eyes to see. Mm-hmm. So our prayer for you today is that you will start thinking about your year and lots of hard things are happening all around us, mm-hmm. probably in your families, difficulties, challenges, um, where 
we might think that the hand of God is not at work in our lives. But if we ask God to show us where he is at work and what he's doing, I think we're going to see our year in a whole different light. So today we're talking about... You know, and I'm going to interrupt here because this really started a little bit of the conversation around just the fact that you are alive and breathing today yes. means God is faithful. It means, I mean, the fact that, that you can draw a breath and say, you know what, I know, I mean, for some of us, us included, mm-hmm. there have been some really dark and 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 tough times in 2018 mm-hmm. and and we certainly don't want to just kind of brush over no, those no, and say oh you know it wasn't yeah. as bad as, as what it was no i i get it there were some really tough times uh, that some of us have experienced uh, disappointments all of that stuff but um God is faithful. Well, and I'm thinking of Jesus saying all the time, in this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he he said it for a reason. And sometimes we say it off the top of our lips like it's some religious cliche. But if we meditate on that and Mm -hmm. meditate on what Jesus has done, he came because of our trouble. He came because of the hardships to bring comfort and love and reveal the heart of the Father to us. Mm. And that alone we can rejoice in and understand his faithfulness. The word of God in Second Timothy 2 says, This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. God is faithful to his people because of his promises. There's another verse in 1 Corinthians 10 that says, "Let Therefore let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. And sometimes we take that verse and think, well, God won't give me more than I can handle. Well, I don't, I don't think that's what that verse is saying. This verse is saying that God is faithful and he allows us a way of escape. And how does he do that? We're going to talk about that a little bit this morning. What God provides for us, how he leads us so that these temptations, so these discouragements, so this suffering in the world that can lead us to doubt and unbelief, he actually provides a way of escape for us. If we have eyes to see and ears to hear. So today, and the other verse too, just uh, third verse. We got we got a one two three today. <laughs> you know, just the, I mean, we most of us could almost quote Psalm twenty three, but yes. right in the middle of Psalm twenty three, he says, "I walk with you through the valley of it's the shadow yes. of death." And again, that that picture, and and I'm sure that's why the Psalm twenty three is such a powerful psalm because we recognize that we do walk through hard things, and that God is walking. Th- through it with us he does comfort us he does take care of us and yet we we continue to walk but one foot in front of the other he leads us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake and sometime the path of righteousness we have an idea what that should look like but it's not quite turning out and i'm in my own in my own journey this year thinking okay this is the way it should go Mm -hmm. and it's not going that way. I can be, I've been in, we've been intentional people. We are like type A personalities sometimes. And I'm just finding myself too tired to be type A. <laughs> and I'm fully clinging to Jesus right now for all kinds of reasons. And this is the place I need to be. Mm. And if things aren't looking 
uh, you know, like I would like it, but I trust that he leads me in paths of righteousness for him, his name's sake. So today we want to look at the faithfulness of God. You know, sometimes we think of faith, God, we look back and say, God is faithful because he pulled off a miracle. He divided the Red Sea for us. He helped me, you know, do this or that, or he, you know, restored a relationship with all these big things. But we want to talk about how God leads us step by step. And today, actually, we're looking at some of the two of the shows we did this year that were actually my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it was because they involve people who we've grown to love and who we've helped through coaching at more than enough. One is a widow, Lisa Sola, and another is, a, they're a couple, uh, Jacques and Chris Brisson. And we have some quotes that we're going to pull out from those interviews we did in September with them. And, um, and, and just to talk about how he provides through how he leads us. He leads every day. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just really excited to talk about that with you. And we don't have too many minutes because we want them to speak. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to let, the, let, let, the, that, let, that them, let them do the talking. That's right. Right. He, you know, and um, Lisa is one of our coaching clients. And she talked to us in September about coming to More Than Enough after losing her husband. She'd actually listened to the radio show for a year before she had the courage to come in. Mm-hmm. And um, she'd been coached for several years through several different people at our office. And... And um, she w- became uh, to learn in her older years what it means to take a hold of your finances, to trust God and that it is a heart issue, and to live on less than she could make because she has a mother to take care of and a son, and she had to get her act together. And we want to listen to her comments about her journey and how she has seen God throughout the journey. So take a listen. Well, no, at first you're very, you're very mm. nervous, concerned. Um, mm. but then you just say, okay, I'm going to do it because mm. that's what the Holy Spirit wants me to do. And God wants us to, you know, give everything to Him mm-hmm. and to be obedient and faithful. Mm-hmm. So. And commitment. So that's what I've learned, and yeah. I'm learning, continuing. Yeah. So learn. you you commit to the journey, whether you feel yes. like it or not. Yeah, it's every day I put one foot forward and say, "Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to mm-hmm. learn to be obedient." That was Lisa Sola, and she was telling us that God has our best in mind. So as we reflect on the faithfulness of God this year. Um, let's not forget that he has our best in mind. Mm -hmm. He's a good father, like that song says. God is faithful in how he leads us. He led her to more than enough. He led her to commit to her financial journey. And he led her in new ways of thinking. And he continues to lead her in that place of surrender. So, Yeah, and and I mean, you know, there is still... There's still the journey, right? Uh, again, I go back to the verses that, that we started with where we're talking about, you know, God is faithful because that is who he is, even when we are faithless. You know, God does not always ask us to walk the, the easy path or the, the, the gentle path. Even the scriptures through Isaiah that says, you know, God leads us. But the, the paths go up and down, they right? Do. They, they, they take twists and turns that, we and and especially in finances um where we there is such the this such competition between do i trust my bank account and what it's telling me i have to be aware of that 
And then I also need to trust the Lord that he is leading me in the path that I'm walking. And if I'm in the right place and, and sometimes we resist that path. Well, we do. And it's his faith. He's faithful to lead us. But we it's like that verse says, sometimes we are faithless. We are not responding to his leading because we want it our own way or or we want to bury our head in the mm-hmm. sand. And for these folks, they they have spent a journey uh, learning what it is to respond to his leading. You know, Lisa had all this grief. Mm-hmm. Um, her first year with her husband was a blur, but God started taking her day by day through it. And during our conversation with her, we talked about how God loves the truth and he himself is not a keeper of secrets. And God is faithful again this year and all of these years of our lives to bring us to the truth and give us the courage to be honest, to break through the shame to a place of freedom. So why don't you listen to this part of the conversation and you'll hear her talk about that. The one thing that also you said, which struck me, and I I guess I want to go back to it, is that whole secrecy piece. And when we were chatting about um, this conversation last week, you made a comment that you realized God doesn't keep secrets. He doesn't hide things. So why would I? No, I grew up in a family where that was kind of, you just didn't do that. So when I was reading about King David and how, you know, he was confronted with what he did with Bathsheba. And I thought to myself, God, why would you let everybody know this kind of stuff? But then (laughs) there's no secrets with God. That's when I realized, you know, the whole Bible tells about how everybody's got something Mm -hmm. that we don't, you know, know we don't know about. So that was real eye-opener for me. It's like, I've got to get this out. You've got to, you know... Go share, go get help, you know. Did the Holy Spirit help you overcome, like get past that, the shame or the embarrassment? I don't know if that's what you would call it, but. Embarrassment and shame, because look at how old I am. And then I have to come to younger people who (laughs) think like, oh my goodness, what is like, you know, what's Mm -hmm. wrong with her? But, you know, you get over yourself. Did you? No, I, and, and those younger people, myself, speaking for myself, <laughs> never thought that. I'm shaking my finger at Lisa. The same, you know, and that's one of the things that, that you know, uh, Reb and I have said so many times here on, on the show. But I say that with the clients. Uh, you know, it's not like I'm on one side of the desk saying I have all the answers and, and you're on the other side of the desk saying I don't have desk saying I don't have any of the answers. It really, it is a journey together. Mm-hmm. And it, in that sense, it is a really, it, it really is a, just a place where you can say, well, I'm thinking about doing this and getting a different perspective. And, and when we talk about coaching and, and the role of a coach, again, the coach is the one who says, well, have you thought about it doing this way? Or, mm-hmm. okay, you want to exercise that muscle? Well, I happen to know an exercise that, that you know, you can do from that and, and we can we can exercise that. But And then they cheer you along, exactly. right? And then they, they say, yes, you can do this. Or let's, you know, when do we direct the path or, or whatever? And so I never, ever thought that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very glad. But no, that's what I realized that, there's just ju- I didn't understand grace. Mm. I grew up with more with judgment, right. judgmentalism, criticism. So that's where I had to deal with my issues, yeah. and that's where God is setting me free. Yeah. And I see how much all both of mm. you in what you do, you want to set 
everybody that comes to you free because we we're all working for the master i was just going to say that is the the, the mission of god That's is to right. see us living and working and and yes. being in freedom and community together right and yes. so and here's yeah. a simple question i get i'm going to ask on behalf of people who are listening did you have to be fully out of debt before you found freedom no so where where does the freedom come it's From. it's surrendering and being obedient yes. and following mm-hmm. what he has. We'll slip, we'll fall, mm-hmm. but we get right back up because yep. God is a God of grace and mercy, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. He that's forgives amazing. if we come to him in repentance. Yes. He brings us to a place of freedom as he helps us surrender daily to him. As he leads, we need to follow. We can choose not to follow, but she's talking here about what it, that freedom came and surrender. And she said I, she didn't have to be out of debt uh, mm-hmm. to find freedom. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're experiencing that in our own lives. Freedom comes from following him and where he leads. Yeah, and, and I think I want to circle back just for a few seconds uh, to the, the whole idea that part of God's faithfulness is continually confronting us with the truth of, of how we view things. Again, yes. just, you know, the simple, am I putting trust in my bank account right. or am I putting trust in the Lord? None of us know what tomorrow holds. And Jesus says that. He says, listen, you don't know what tomorrow holds, but you do know who holds tomorrow. Right. And that's the Father. Mm -hmm. So keep your eyes on the Father. Keep your eyes on serving your neighbor. I mean, love God and love your neighbor. Those are the top two commandments that Jesus says. You focus on those things. Keep it simple, Dave. I mean, he's talking to me. Keep it simple. And and. I'll take care of all the other stuff. I know, but that is but so it, hard in our culture where everything says do it a different way. And and like we say, we have a debt culture. And if we don't decide, if we're not following him and how he leads in his way, we're going to revert to debt culture all mm-hmm. the time. And honestly, you and I are in the same boat. We, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I, we've had, we've had curveballs thrown at us financially. We're no better than anybody. We're just... We're just following, trying to follow God the best way we can mm-hmm. as well and help others in the, in the meantime. So, and, and I think that, you know, again, if we can encourage, uh, speak a word of encouragement, it is really the, the, the truth of the word of God, that, that beginning to implement those things into our day-to-day spending decisions. Uh, you know, we've talked about this so many times mm-hmm. before that make every spending decision a spiritual one. Right. And uh, our next guests in, in Jacques mm-hmm. and Chris Brisson, as we listen into to that interview, you know, that's something that we've talked about so many times throughout the coaching that they've been doing. It's just how do we make each spending decision a spiritual one. Oh, and what, sometimes what you, and like? sometimes you say that to me, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to think about that because <laughs> if I ask, maybe it's a no, mm-hmm. or you know, you just think can't get what I want. I can't get or... what I want, and that's a really hard thing. You've coached them for years, on and up. They came to you in two different seasons of their life. Mm-hmm. One is when uh, Jacques lost his job, but more recently, they have family transitions, and they're talking about selling their cottage and what. You mm-hmm. know how, how that happened. So God has been faithful to this couple through all kinds of transitions. But Chris shares about how walking in community and walking with David at More Than Enough, that's you, mm-hmm. they discovered joy again in their journey. So let's listen to their comments. 
I think it was actually after a few coaching sessions with you when uh, numbers were starting to become clear again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there was a, a newfound joy. Actually, I really experienced that because I, I remember getting excited, you know, in the middle of a coaching session going, Oh my goodness, we can see what God is trying to tell us here through mm-hmm. the numbers. It was mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. exciting. And, um, and, and you, Dave, were a- absolutely instrumental in another massive, like really big family transition for us. And that was, we saw clearly, uh, that we needed to sell our cottage, sell our, you know, some of our toys. And, mm. and, uh, if it wasn't for you, it, we probably still would be struggling with that mm. right now. Mm. How has that helped? Like, cause I'm just thinking of people listening to you and they're like, Oh man, I'm going to come for coaching and Dave's going to make me sell <laughs> stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't mean that. Like, how did you get to that place where you thought this is, this is the right decision? This is. Well, I think as it was also playing out in our lives, yeah. we were both just starting to get increasingly more fatigued with, I, I mean, it was, uh, it was no longer a joy, actually, the cottage. It was starting, okay. we were very, we had been very grateful for it, still very grateful we had it yeah. as long as we did, but it was no longer, it was a, like becoming a heavy burden. Wow. And so it was matching what, what we were feeling in our hearts mm-hmm. and in the practical physicality of it was actually matching the numbers. So did you guys have to work through it in your, like, I don't, like, like just talk it through and say, okay, this is where I'm at in my heart. Like, was that an easy process? What do you mean? What kind of question is that? I of know. course, it's not an easy I process. Know, I can answer that for them. <laughs> I know, but yeah, Dave took the heat on that, <laughs> that one. one. Yeah. So, Sorry, so I, did, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But. No, but like, no, I know it's, a, but I want people to understand that it's okay that it's not easy. It's yeah. okay mm-hmm. that you have to process and you might not be agreeing and you might have to discuss it in front of Dave, mm-hmm. which sometimes Well, that people, was the key. And Dave, Dave really, God used Dave as a really, I, I call it like a steam, a steel beam pillar that Dave, when when he saw Jacques and I struggling, especially with the decision of the cottage, God spoke through Dave very clearly and very firmly, but very lovingly of saying, okay, guys, no, like it's, it, 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 and it was, we needed to see that. We needed to see it. And it wasn't Dave convincing us. We had already been at that place in our hearts. And so it was, God knew it was a big transition for us. Mm-hmm. And the theme really is uh, we're in a place of now traveling light. Mm-hmm. So it was this, it, it matched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I remember one of the themes through that was just simplicity. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the decisions yes. that you guys were making we're moving you to a place of simplicity so you can yeah. travel light. Yeah. But you know, however we discuss that certainly was, was one of those. That was a, a macro theme that was going on uh, in through your lives. So it's, we feel like we're moving towards this place of simplicity. But it's a complicated. We're, we, there's lots of complicated things going on. So I remember that uh, being a, a major theme there. Yeah. And that has brought you freedom, that simplicity. Yes. Yeah, would yeah, you say, Jean? Yeah. Well, uh, for me, it was harder to let go of the cottage. It's been in the family for over 40 years, mm-hmm. but it became uh, became a heavy thing. Just just the maintenance of it, the practical maintenance of it, is became heavy, and uh, and it was just uh, you know, taking care of two properties was not uh, was, it was getting too much for me. Uh, so it. Uh, it was another affirmation that we needed to let that let that go, and 
uh, and it worked out so well. We you know we sold it and, uh, to the first first buyer. Uh, it took a day to uh, to sell it. It, uh, it was just uh, wow. so uh, you know in God's graciousness, uh, just to provided then at the buyer too. Um, so it it just uh, gave us that freedom to move ahead to try new things, which we're doing this summer. Uh, so it's uh, really. Um, really experiencing lightness through all of this too. So what I see from these beautiful people and listening to them, that they were open to God's leading. Yeah, it came a struggle, but mm. the, overall, overall, they were, they, they got to a place where they're willing to surrender, you know? And, and, and I think part of that is, is in the midst of all of the money stuff, them still figuring out how they can be one as a couple, right? So the, the, they didn't talk about that too much in that interview, but the, that was, that's a huge part of the deal was, is that as they want work through the, the money stuff, they're also working through, we want to be one with each other and we want to be one with God. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and, and it's a journey. And it, I think if Chris and Jacques were in here today, they'd be like, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. we're still learning it. What does it mean? But it's an exciting adventure of mm-hmm. finding freedom. So I don't know, practical reflections on, on this year. The practical part, the part I, know, I love. You <laughs> love. I know. Like, so, so I can't be just, uh, just try, just looking back at the faithfulness of God and in our own lives and our lives of our kids, the lives of, you know, we've had a wedding this year. We've okay, had, can I make it more practical? Okay, right? I know. Take some time, intentional, block it out of your day. Sit down. If, if it's just you, spend a morning sometime during this next month, in the next 30 days. Spend some time, just, uh, you know, an hour, two hours, and and uh, allow God to remind you of his faithfulness. Um, you know, if you're with the family, sit around the table and say, okay, for the next week, we are going to, every night when we do sit around the table, that we are just going to all be, look back at 2018 and what are you thankful for? Don't do it just one night, but do it. But but how have you seen God faithful? Mm. Not, I mean, I think that's even a more specific question. Okay. How have I mean? It's great. Say, what are we thankful for? But how have we seen God's faithfulness, even in the hard places, especially in the hard places, or maybe in the good places? I think another thing that the reflection takes is how has God been leading you? that you know at a gut level he's asking you to maybe get out of your comfort zone and you've been resisting it. Mm-hmm. And what does... I was just going to say, we got to bring truth in there somewhere. Okay, so yes. this is exactly the, the truth part of this is, you know, when we talk about financial awareness creates empowerment, we got to face this. Well, then we're going to just say, we got to face that the truth of the situation. Maybe God's been saying, you know what? You've been resisting me on this. You've been walking slow on this particular decision or this thing. And, and it could have to do with a myriad of things. It could have to do with who God maybe wants you to give to. Who wants you to invest in? Who does he want you to be hospitable to and have in your home? Mm-hmm. You know, God. How many podcasts does he want you to listen to of <laughs> Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb? Okay, the show is winding down, and that's where you threw that in. Yeah, I get K. Don't listen to him. But yes, listen to our shows. It's great. Read our blogs, you know, and give us feedback. But saying that, 
that those are the two big things. Where has God been faithful? But where has he been leading? Mm-hmm. Because if we if you walk away from the show and say, yep, he is faithful in how he leads, then you have to ask yourself, I think he's leading me here, but I'm scared to get out of my comfort zone or I don't want to give up my own way. And mm-hmm. these are questions that I'm asking myself even this Christmas season. For so, sure. Yeah. Well, there it is. The end of the, uh, of another show, the closing of the year show, right? So want to thank again our, our family over at the Mortgage Advisors and Matt and Krista for sponsoring this show. And, and again, and I'll make the invitation in 2019. If, if you'd like to get more involved in Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb and want to sponsor a show, just more than enough.ca. There's a lots of links there to get in contact with us. Reb, why don't you pray us out? I get to pray, Lord, at the end of this amazing year because you are faithful. Thank you, Jesus, that you came Mm. to make a way for us to have relationship with the Father and reveal his heart of love for us and truth and goodness. Thank you that you have shown us that um, you have shown us the way to the Father through you, Jesus. We thank you for your faithfulness again. Though we are faithless, you are faithful because you remain true to yourself. Mm -hmm. We thank you and we bless you as we close out this year of 2018. Thank you for your faithfulness to us at Let's Talk Money and More Than Enough. We are so grateful to you. In Jesus' name, amen. And join us next year when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.